Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello. Everybody, that was my Mrs. Doubtfire. That is your Mrs. Doubtfire. I love it. <laughs> what a good movie. Then, what a good I movie, know. right? I miss Robin Williams in movies. Too. Yeah. I, it's funny that he came up because I just heard someone tell a story, a really cool story about him this morning that I hadn't heard. So oh, really? he must be we around try in the to, ether. We should try to, try to talk to him again. Oh, now you want to talk to him again? Well, maybe he'll be nice. Maybe he you was just know. having a bad day. Maybe he was having a bad day. Maybe he was frustrated because I was misinterpreting information. I was still a noob at that time. So who knows? Yeah, maybe like you were, I remember, I mean, that was before you even really doing readings again. So yeah. maybe you were like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I was intimidated was, too. Probably. Yeah. He was like, I can't have a bigger star talking to me. Uh, <laughs> no, not intimidating him. I was intimidated by him. Oh, that would make sense. That would make sense. Makes yeah, more yeah. sense. <laughs> um, wait, I just want to say, by the way, yesterday yeah. we did an episode on into astrology with um, Brandy Vogel, and we were talking mm-hmm. about the Lionsgate portal and about how how that's coming up. Uh, the peak is the Saturday, which is the day I'm getting married, and she said, um, she said that we can see how it's the Lionsgate portal is most going to affect us if we look at our astrology natal chart and we see oh, where is to do Leo. Mm-hmm. Where is Le- which house is Leo in? So I looked and Leo is in my fourth and fifth house uh, when I was born. That's okay. where it is. Okay. And the fourth house is um, about family and specifically the mother and domestication which is very interesting because, of yeah. course, that's all related to, like, me getting married. And then um, and then the fifth house is all about, like, creativity and cr- bringing your passion into the physical. And I was like, oh, my God, this is – it's so – that's so in alignment because just even yesterday I was talking about how it's, like, my wedding is, like, my ultimate – project that I'm bringing into the physical like we create retreats and events and all kinds of things like that but this is like the ultimate expression of me and my partner and I was telling mm-hmm. Ambie how it's like I know that I have so much to work on when it comes to like I have a vision and I want other amazing beautiful talented people to bring it into reality and then I get so anal about the details and I like get in the way and anyway so it's definitely bringing up all those things which is cool. Mm, I love that. That's really neat. Yeah. I'm excited to see where it is in your chart, Ambie. So you'll have to look. I know. I can't find my chart. I'm actually looking it up right now on my emails <laughs> to see. Maybe now is not the most appropriate time to do things like this, but it's well, fine. You'll we're have all to- family, right? Yeah, we're all family. <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to let us know once you find it. Okay, I will. Yep, I don't have it. Okay. Damn. 
That's unfortunate. Um, Moving on. Moving on. Carry on. Um, So today we wanted to talk about being a light worker. Yes. And yeah, let's all tap, man, because it's freaking hard to be a light worker right now. It's challenging. (laughs) It is. We were talking offline uh, a second ago about like how we've both been feeling really anxious today. Hmm. And how it's a collection of energy coming up, you know, positive, negative energy. Um, and we all feel as light workers and as empaths, whatever you want to call us, we all feel the collective energy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and so it can be challenging to just breathe. So it's really important to like be in your body, be aware of how you're feeling. Be aware of what's coming up for you. If you feel panicked or if you feel scared, why do you feel that way? You know, what's what's triggering these thoughts and these these actions? Um, and tapping is a really good tool to be able to calm that down. Totally. I also had a I had a quote that came up last night that I want to share. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, and this the, the one that came up during channeling. No, oh, no, this is mine. One. This is my one. Okay. Okay. Maybe it did. I don't know. I thought I came up with it. I'm going to be real disappointed if it was the arc nine. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. So uh, the quote is, people are afraid to die because they know they're not living. Was that the that was the nine? one from last night. But it Damn came it. to you. You told us that after you channeled. So I wasn't Yeah, I told it after. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Say it again. Me. Say it again. Say it again. Okay. People are afraid to live because they know they are not living. People are afraid, oh, to, no, die. afraid to die. One more time. Say it again. <laughs> I'm going to cry. No, say it again. People are afraid to die because they know they're not living. Yes. That's powerful. It's really powerful. Because so, so yeah, this all wraps into the topic. So, Last night, we were talking about how um, we were channeling with our Patreons and some conver- some questions were asked about kind of the future and things that are going on and stuff. And, you know, some answers came that could, I guess, be perceived as a little... A little triggering. A little, a little worrying or scary, maybe. Um, <laughs> but you know what? What we were talking about was like, well, how we're all in... It- as light workers, right? Yeah. We're 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 in the middle of this process where first of all the darkness is coming up to be transmuted into light. And that is what a light worker is, right? Like if you're a light worker, you're a soul that signed up to come here to uh to hold the light and transmute the light and hold space for the transmuting of the light and to remember who you are, right? Because when you remember who you are, That's how you hold the light. That's how you um, anchor yourself down into the truth of what's happening so that you don't get dissuaded by these, by fear or by fear tactics or by Mm -hmm. things that could pull your vibration back down. And that is how collectively as light workers, we usher in this new earth that we're always talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, to be a light worker right now, it's really our task and our challenge to when things come up that could be perceived as scary, we say, okay, but, you know, going back to your quote, Ambie, 
we're already afraid. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We already kind of walk around afraid to do things. So it's like, how else could we choose to see this? How else could we choose to walk around? Because we already have the fear. It's already, it's already a part of our daily lives. So we have nowhere to go but up from here, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, that was the other quote, is that you're already living in the fear. Mm. So there's nothing to be afraid of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It goes back to what you always say. You don't get it. This is hell. This is the worst part. Yeah. This is as bad as it gets. <laughs> this is a bad place, people. Yeah. Which, which means, it, like we just said, it can only get better. You only have room to grow and expand and get more powerful and realize the truth of who you are and what you are. And, and, you know, last night what was coming up for me was like, for me, I've always been terrified since I was a little girl of like um, earthquakes, bombs, tornadoes, uh, war. war, yeah, yeah, yeah. All those things we hear about in the history books. I was, I was like, oh my God, that's so scary. Thank God that's over, you know? But I always thought something bad was going to happen. And so, you know, now I'm like, we're in this time where it kind of feels like any anything could happen. Any of those things could happen. But instead of feeling like I want to hide and I don't want to uh, go out there and live my life, I'm just like you said, Ambie, it's kind of like, well, I already have the fear. I might as well go out and live and do what I want to do because, okay, let's say today is my last day. Cool. I'll go back to source and then I'll come back again and do something else. Like, you know, this idea that the fear in society equates to the idea, the equates to the vibration of lack and limitation and scarcity. And that's why people are so afraid to go out and live their lives because they're like, I only have this one life and I don't want to mess it up. What if I die? So they don't live. When in actuality, if you can have this broader perspective of how life works and how your soul continues to recreate itself, you can have the freedom to go out and live your life knowing that even if it was your time to go, okay, so then you'll come back if you want to. It's it's not the end. It's just a, a, a you're going to the, the next step, you know? Transition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I also think that people with like spouses or children, like, you know, God forbid your spouse passed away tomorrow, it would be painful, right? Of course. And part of the the thing that we're afraid of is the pain or the discomfort of losing someone or leaving someone behind or making the wrong choice and losing everything that you've worked for. Um, but, but are you really making those moments that you have here count? And that's the, that's the point of, mm. are you making each moment with your kids count? If you're afraid of you passing or them passing, you know, are you are you really taking that risk if you are afraid to lose your job, right? Are you happy in that job? Is this what you want to be doing? Um, and so I think that's the thing that 2020 is trying to really teach all of us is, are you happy? Because this is, this is more than just coasting by you are worth more than just coasting by. And I just got this image of like what you could perceive as God, right? Like shaking you by the shoulders, everybody on earth and being like, okay, wake (laughs) up, we're done. Um, Done with the- um, Done with mediocrity, done with being complacent, done with just 
being on autopilot, you know, mm-hmm. and being distracted by shiny objects. Mm-hmm. So, and it's not to say like, man, I want to Tesla real bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not to say that you can't want the shiny objects or want to attain the shiny objects, but it's also instead of saying, well, I, I'm never going to have that. It's okay. How can I make this a reality? Mm-hmm. How can I live my dream life? How can I live my dream life? Yeah. I got, I got a message yesterday. I was outside. I was just walking around in my backyard and it was just, I don't know. I was doing like the a walk meditation and I got the message of, are you done playing small yet? And I was like, this is small. Like, this is it. Like, what do you mean? And then um, I heard, yeah, are you ready? Mm. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. All right. And like, I got a visual of like, buckling up. Let's go. Yeah. Ooh. Here we go. Because I feel like as light workers, the thing that I try to express to like my mom and, and people that don't understand is that if light workers could get their head out of their ass, and I mean that with love, okay, <laughs> and really come to terms with worthiness, really come to terms with, okay, I deserve all of these things, then the people that are bringing all the conflict, that have a good portion of the money in the world, maybe that will shift Mm. into the light workers or the people with other intentions um, will have more money and then we'll see more change Mm -hmm. and we'll see um, more benefit. But it's really about deciding that you're worthy and that's each of us. Go ahead. No, I, you just got me so excited because I've been getting that message too recently about um, kind of feeling like, all right, it's about to be showtime. Are you going to do the thing you always do? Which is, you're like, yeah, I'm ready. No. Oh, God. (laughs) Or or are you going to jump this time? Because this, because what you just said about, you know, deciding that you're worthy, that's the only way that, let's just say they, whoever you want to say they are, has any control over us, is our Mm -hmm. hacking our beliefs in all these different ways, the, you know, you know all the ways, the media and all these things, programming us to believe, oh, no, I don't deserve that, or no, I'm not worthy, or that'll never happen, because our beliefs truly dictate our reality. We talk about this all the time. So you have to realize that those thoughts that come up in your head and tell you you can't do this, you're not enough, you have to play small, it's not safe, that's literally want what they want you to think so that we will all just stay in this kind of like, essentially slave society. Mm -hmm. So remember that the next time you think that and realize, wait a minute, all that's that's, uh, keeping me here and keeping the world here, us collectively, is our thoughts. So if we can start changing our thoughts and start saying, no, I am worth this. No, I Mm -hmm. I do deserve this. No, I can do this. No, it is safe. Things will shift really fast for, for everybody. And um, I keep getting that image of like, uh, I think it's a quote too, but I'm seeing it as an image of like, uh, it's like a bird sitting in a cage, but the door is wide open, but it sits in the cage because it thinks it's caged, but that you could just open the door and fly out. It's, it's or not. the elephant that's tied. 
the elephant, yep, the, I, I'll t- I told this before, I'll tell it again really quick. So the way that they actually like keep big, giant, how, I don't know, how two-ton elephants um, in their, uh, you know, w- in in places where they actually like basically enslave the elephants, the, re- the way that they keep them there is when they're a baby, um, they tie a rope around the elephant's foot and they stake that into the ground. And at the time, the rope is enough to hold the elephant. But over time, as um, the elephant grows bigger, it it has already tried so many times to get away. Um, but it has learned, oh, well, this rope is here. Therefore, I cannot get away. So as it grows older, it just stops trying. And by the time it's the size that it is where it could do anything it wants to do, it just never tries because it's like I tried that a million times. It has the belief in its head that um, an elephant never forgets, right? Yeah. Yep. So that is a really good metaphor for us is like all you have to do is literally walk away. Like all you have mm-hmm. to do is say, no, I'm big enough. No, I can leave. No, I can change and just go. Yeah. Um, by the way, someone Alicia Turner watching on Facebook says, I heard go this morning. Like, go. Yay, Alicia. Go for it. Yes. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Tap it out with us. Yes. <laughs> go, Alicia Turner. Um, what was I going to say to you? Yeah, no. Also, side note, did you know that elephants look at humans the way that we look at puppies? Yeah. I love that. That's really cute. It is. They're just so <laughs> It's sad. not just a size thing, I think. I think they like us. Yeah. I love anyway. elephants so much. <sighs> we're both sitting here tapping if you can't see us on yes, Facebook. while we're silent. Yeah. <laughs> tapping. Because there's a lot of energy in the air. And if you're a light worker, that means you're also likely an empath. You can feel what's going on. You can feel that things are changing. You can feel that, um, that, that yeah, that th- something's, something's happening. And like Ambi said, that doesn't necessarily mean something bad is happening. It doesn't, it, it just means something's shifting and you can yeah. feel it. And, a lot of energy. And so, you know, again, that's our task, even though it's not like we're out there. I kind of get an image of all of us like out there as like miners or something like coal miners where we're like taking this denseness or like this t- heavy energy and we're like, all right, how do I like m- like wiping all the dirt off it, turning it into light, doing something to it so it like turns into light, you know, mm. that is our role right now. And and. Just know that when you're feeling this stuff, if you can process it, right, and not hold on to it and, and like tap or journal or breathe or go ground, like put your feet on the earth or put your feet in the water, if you can help process this energy, that means you're actually helping the collective because there's some people that, a lot of people right now, that just, they can't. They're just not there. They're just Simply, they're not there. And we're the ones who are, who we, we've been practicing for this. We've been training for this. I said this yesterday. We've been training we've for been this. We've been training for this. Yeah. Like we're freaking Jedis, man. Yeah. I love it. No, I love that. I just like the way you said it. We've been training for this. Yeah. It's a good one. Which, by the way, I just learned the other day that Jedis from Star Wars, that was an actual ancient Egyptian. Um, they worked in tandem with the Temple of Isis, the Jedis. What? And they were real and they really used those – and. Um, uh, but it was spelled D-J-E-D-I, like instead of J-E-D, D-J, yeah. like Jedi's. Um, wow. And, uh, and they worked with the Temple of Isis in Egypt and they had, they had that knowledge and they had that power about the force and all of that. Um, and 
And that's why that we all resonate with that Star Wars story and that Star Wars wow. is the, has the magnitude that it has. I mean, truly, it's because that is the story of us. And we somewhere deep inside of us, we know that. We know that it's true. Mm-hmm. We know that we have that power. We know that we have the ability to rise up, right, together, to come together, and also like to uh, tap into this force or source or whatever you want to call it. Um, and that's why I think all the story we've talked about this in the podcast before, all those great stories like Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings and stuff like that that people are obsessed with, I think there's truly elements of truth and like, like real yeah. basis of it. And that's why we're obsessed with it because there's a inner part of us that's like, no, that's real. Mm-hmm. That is real. Like, believe yeah. it. I agree. So I agree 100%. Taylor says, so like, are there no new ideas? <laughs> Not in Hollywood, no. No new ideas. Uh, <laughs> by the way, oh my God, I heard the other day. Oh God. This is Good not head. related to being a light worker, but I heard. Excellent. But it could be. I heard the other day that um, I heard uh, Reese Witherspoon's production company, Hello Sunshine, oh. kind of related to light. Um, the heads of that production company were being interviewed the other day and they said that like pretty soon Hollywood's going to run out of new stuff. There's not going to be any new shows, no new movies, like like very little because we're getting to that point now, which I was like, well, that's interesting because I feel like it's a huge opportunity for other people, you know, like us. What's that? My phone. Why are you showing it? Oh, Okay. So I'll explain what's going on in my head. Okay. Movies, TV. So let me let me make this big prediction now. I'm going to say this big prediction now. Do okay, it. Okay, everybody? Let's do it. Here we go. 2022 is going to look very different than it looks now. There, yep. Yeah, I'm excited. Tell me how. Okay. So schools are going to be much different. Um, I see a lot of the schools going online. Mm-hmm. Um. And the medical system is going to look a lot different as well because we're going to use a lot of other modalities. And technology is going to be really um, prevalent, heavily prevalent in a lot of ways. And there is something with 5G. It doesn't necessarily feel scary or ominous, but there is something with 5G and with... Um, implants? Uh, implants, yes. I'm scared. Now, yeah. it's okay. It's okay. all right. Keep tapping. Keep tapping when we talk about this. Okay. Hollywood and movies, movies, TV, things like that are going to be more for people that are creating content like you and I, rather than actually Hollywood. Will they still be there? Yes, but it's not going to be like as, as uh, dominant. It's literally going to be like the way that TikTok is already making things like yes. TikTok stars are like the biggest stars on the planet right now. Mm-hmm. Basically. In your world. Yeah. In, in but, my world. But it, but it will be more But it later. will ripple out. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Dang, that's cool. So so it's not going to be – so that makes sense. All the, It's interesting how like Harvey Weinstein, he was the biggest person in Hollywood ever. Like he was like this at the center of everything and he came down and now it's all like just – that hierarchy is going mm-hmm. away. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Taylor Fisher says, I've gotten that too in regards to Hollywood, Ambi. So cool. thank you, Taylor, so, for the so, validation. I love it. So take first of all, thank you for those predictions. That's exciting. So take this as a signal 
to start valuing yourself and the content that you have to get out there. Mm-hmm. Make a TikTok, make a YouTube, make a whatever. Have fun with it. Yeah, have fun and start sharing the information that you feel coming through you because people are looking for this. People are looking for you. Don't think of yourself as too small. Ambie and I are always constantly talking about nano influencers. We're nano influencers. You don't mm-hmm. have to be this person that has 5 billion followers to be a big deal. You can be a person who has literally like 5,000 followers or 500 followers who care about you so much and you resonate with so much that you can build a business off of that, like truly. So start sharing your message. Start putting yourself out there because, you know, you could have a TV show. We could have a TV show. Also, just real quick. What? Also, real quick, I I made a prediction that came true already. When we were... What did you predict? (laughs) I'm so excited. When we were talking to... um, the producers of the show we were working on right right after quarantine happened I was like you know what would be a great show you guys if it was literally a show of an anthology show about quarantine and all the different ways people try to I remember you saying that yes what I have one it's a show now with like legit stars and it literally is called loving quarantine see you fucking called it it was probably already being made, and I, like, tapped into that. But, you know, that's... That's not the point. You called it. I called let's it. Let's just... Let's call the spade a spade. It feels like there needs to be, like, a Kobe-like moment for calling it. How do, I don't even know how to throw a basketball, truly. Don't know. I don't know <laughs> if that was right. I know that's not right. That's how to throw, like, shade. Or yeah. not shade. I don't know. Throw to the left. Oh, everybody's realizing this woman's old. This is not Um, a cute thing here. Stephanie says, I keep getting this message. I guess I better get started on creating her own content, I guess. Yay, Stephanie, do it. And Stephanie, if you need help or support, reach out to us. This is what we help people do all the time. So We love it. And we love it. Um, So, (sighs) Ambie. I'm still going to tap. Okay, cool. Me too. Ambie, you're coming to my – you're leaving soon to come to my wedding, aren't you? I am. I'm leaving. What's today, Thursday? I'm leaving tomorrow at 9 a.m. Oh, my God. So exciting. Yay. Um, yeah. Well, uh, this episode is going to be a rather short one because literally I have a billion things to do for my wedding today. But um, yay. main takeaway here is hold the light – be a light worker. Know that when you're you're feeling all the things, you're actually very prepared for this. Yeah. Been training. Use the tools that are you know are all around you, even if they seem like those basic spiritual tools. They're there. They're basic for a reason. You got use them. I, I'm yeah. I'm a living testament of this. I was like not grounding myself at all because I was like, oh, that's so. I don't need a ground. No, I, I I'm really above that. Yeah, totally. Uh, but also being an empath is a gift, not a curse. Yes. Yes. Oh, one more thing oh. about that. There is a show yeah. I want to recommend to everyone called Zoe's Extraordinary. Good. Keep going. Sorry. Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Um, it's actually – so I heard about it. I was like, that's kind of weird. I don't know. But then I don't know. Something was like, no, no, no. Watch that show. It's on Hulu. I started watching it. And, dude, it's about – 
it's about a girl who suddenly uh, she can see, hear people's innermost thoughts because they'll sing songs and she'll see it. It's kind of like a hallucination that she sees on top of the reality that's actually happening. Um, but what I realized a couple episodes in it is like, no, they're talking about intuition here. They're talking mm, about like she's, she can sense what's really going on with someone, what's really behind, in their energy, not what they're projecting. And her whole the whole thing about it is once she sees it, if she does not confront them about it, if she does not help, then it will the song will keep playing in her head over and over and she'll drive her crazy. So she has to do something about it. And now there was just an episode where she was ignoring her own feelings, like uh, trying yeah. to avoid something. And she started singing in real life, embarrassing herself, could not stop until she finally confronted the thing. So it's really about like emotions, intuition, dealing with your shit, helping other people. It's a really great show. And That's I would really cool. recommend everyone watch it. That's really awesome. I'm going to pick that up. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. we love you. We got to go. Until next time, keep on blooming. Bye, everybody. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.